I earned capital in the campaign, political capital, and now I intend to spend it. And now I intend to spend it. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire on News Talk 1290. Join the conversation on Facebook at hashtag America's Healthcare Challenge or like our page at facebook.com backslash America's Healthcare Challenge. Hey, welcome back to the program. Going through the weeds of the uh, AHCA this week with reaction analysis and a little bit of humor every now and then. You're listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with me, Sean McGuire. Check out facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Our SoundCloud page, uh, E.D. Bellis uh, is the uh, name, and they are the organization that produces this show and also uh, has all over 700 segments if you like, uh, would like to see the archives of this program. But we're joining us now, uh, along with Alan Hager, is Jesse Schoolnick, Senate colleague of mine and a host of Grab Them by the Pod, available on iTunes and YouTube and all of the uh, good places. Uh, Jesse, welcome to the show. You forgot to add good friend along with that. Well, that is true. It's been a while <laughs> since we've seen each other. I think it was in Iowa was the last time. How are you doing today? Can you tell the audience a little I'm bit good. more about your background? Yeah, definitely. I'm doing fantastic. I'm really glad to be on the show today. Uh, you mentioned we were uh, former colleagues. I worked in the House for a little bit as an intern, uh, and then I worked in the Senate for the Finance Committee along with Sean. Um, I think we got, got along immediately, which is what I think helped them hire me. Which, thank you very much for that. Um, I was there for, I want to say about a year and a half, and I figured I'd go, go where the, uh, the money is down on K Street. Uh, ended up working for a lobbying firm for about four years or so. Uh, um, I, I was there during the, the fun uh, economic crisis. So, uh, you know, while, while there, you're just hoping uh, you're not getting laid off and everything. But they, they kept me around. They must have seen that I was worth something. Uh, but then I ended up working uh, at a nonprofit, the uh, Society of Nuclear Medicine and Molecular Image for about four years, which was phenomenal because uh, I lived in the burbs and uh, traffic in D.C. is horrible. So uh, I was happy there. But, you know, uh, I'm from Connecticut. I'm a New England boy at heart. And uh, when it comes down to planting roots, I wanted to move home. So I ended up getting a job with uh, one of the nation's largest insurance companies uh, where I work on regulatory issues right now. Oh, okay. So I'm sure you've had a lot to to keep up with on the regulatory side, uh, to say the least. There's a storm coming, and we see it in the distance and I'm just waiting for it to hit. Yeah, exactly. So what, you know, from your perspective, what do you think about uh, the latest draft and uh, your thoughts on how the industry will react, meaning lobbyists and nonprofits inside the Beltway? Well, from my own personal opinion, and I, I've heard you guys talk about it a little earlier on the show, I'm not a huge fan of this version. Um, you, you mentioned the AHA, the AMA, uh, ARP, groups like that, they're, they're all against this. And yeah, you know, they have special interest groups, but they're also representing doctors, uh, nurses, techs, hospitals, a lot of constituents that are in these districts or in these states, uh, and, and they're not happy. Then you have uh, groups like Heritage and Move On are, on, are both against it for obviously different reasons, but uh, it's kind of like dogs and cats living together when they're agreeing with things. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, but, but as, as my point of view, and again, it was mentioned earlier, like, you know, older, lower-income people are going to be getting less tax credits, and younger, higher-income people are going to be getting more um, in my view, repeal and replace is not necessary. It's reform. Uh, Obamacare or the ACA, you know, to me, it's either uh, the, Ameri- it's either the uh, American Health Care Act and ACA or it's Obamacare and Trump Care. I think you've got to be fair on both sides. Um, but uh, the ACA uh, has its issues, and, and I've been a vocal 
proponent against those things. My parents had had to get a more expensive uh, health care plan after it came out. But but I think just throw you don't want to throw the baby out with the bath bathwater. And and I'm afraid that's what might be happening. Uh, I mean, we saw the the hearings that were happening last week. Uh, I, I watched a lot of the Energy and Commerce hearing, and to me, it almost seemed like British Parliament for a while. People yelling at each other and, and just going nuts. But uh, you know, that we can go to that a little later. But uh, I I, uh, I do what? enjoy that show, uh, House of Commons. Uh, Prime Minister's questions, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's the industry going to be thinking? I mean, for me. From, from my background, the people I know, this is going to be business is good. Because in Washington, D.C., at a very minimum, there are two sides of any any issue, and that's very rare there's only two. The old saying goes, you can swing a cat by its tail in D.C. and hit a lobbyist. Uh, they're all over the place. I was one for, for many, many years. And, and you have the, the groups that are you know going to be both for and against uh, the, the act, no matter what. And then you have uh, groups like the American Medical Association. And then you have subgroups that the one I worked at the Society of Nuclear Medicine. Um, and then you have the insurance companies like I work at now. You have groups like veterans groups, ARP. The list goes on and on. And all of those people have lobbyists, whether they're uh, in-house or, or they, they go outside of that. And there's going to be money for all those people uh, going to Congress fighting for everybody's positions because there's a million different positions in, in D.C. Right. Uh, but yeah. to me... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, thanks uh, so much, Jesse, for being on the show. Um, so when you look at, you, you know, you, you said it earlier that you, you don't necessarily like this version. Would you say that the version that was proposed last session, 2016, in 2016, is completely different than from this one? And would that be something that you would look at supporting if it were to come to that? I would definitely consider it. Uh, it my main problem with all of these bills and both sides are guilty in my case that bipartisan in D, bipartisanship in D.C. is a is a dirty word these days. And I think whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans, I mean, the Republicans are in charge now, so the buck stops with them. But um, I think a lot of times they're more interested in getting it done now as opposed to getting it done correctly. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm I try to play down the middle. I don't I don't choose sides either way for the most part. But um, I think any option should be on the table. Let's just talk about it, not ram it through. Right, right. right. We've got uh, Derek uh, on the line. Uh, with a, is Derek have a question there, Matt? Or Matt, does Derek have a question? Okay. Okay, we're going to take a timeout with Jesse. Uh, can you hang around for one more segment, and then we'll uh, get to this call and uh, others at 402-342-1290. Does that work for you, Jesse? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll be right back here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit more into the Congressional Budget Office on what this might cost. We'll take your calls at 402-342-1290 and much more straight ahead right after this.